All right. You want our theme song to be Fast Car? Yeah. You ever heard that? Yeah, it's the song by Tracy Chapman, but... Ladies and gentlemen, it is 30 seconds into the podcast and Dan has already gotten us canceled. (laughs) No, we can't be canceled if we never started. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to get sued by Tracy Chapman because Dan wanted to do Fast Car as our theme song. See, it can't be, we can't be sued though if we do a cover of it. Um, we could if we don't credit her. (laughs) Is it bad that I thought Tracy Chapman was the guy at first? No, she's very androgynous looking. Well, no, not even that. I just didn't even bother to look up what she looked like. I just heard Tracy Chapman. I was just like, oh, that must be a dude. Well, if you even look her up, if you look up an image that she looks like, a, a like, very non-binary. She's very non-binary. So you can't tell whether or not she's a dude or a chick. She's just great. Like in the first a uh, picture that Google comes up with on Google Images. Or, no, the second one. Uh, yeah, I can see the confusion, but, like, if you see, like, a full body spread, like, no, pretty womanly. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> not wrong at all. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to Dabbing with DNA. I am Abby. And I'm the D, so that must make me Dan. (laughs) Dan! (laughs) I mean, if you weren't, if you weren't Dan, I would be confused, and I would, I would call the police, because I'd be like, where is my friend Dan? Uh, not here. He left to go get some more Doritos. I mean... Actually, I really want some sun chips right now, though, and... <laughs> funny, funny thing, if I ever wanted to leave the house currently, that'll, this is gonna date the, this is gonna date the first episode so poorly, but, like, I'm quarantined right now, so... Sucks. <laughs> we'll pray for you, man. We'll pray for you so bad. I'm... Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers, um... I will message the several Mormons that friended me on Facebook. <laughs> Wait, Mormons friends you on Facebook? Yeah, and you know what? I'm just friending them back because I'm curious about what they have to say to me. And one sent me a very positive message from the evangelical church that's just very off-putting. So I was like, thanks, no. Like most times when it's uh Okay, let me be let me be real before you finish that thought. Let me be real. I did not respond to them. I just saw that it was a video from the evangelical church and I just knew I fucking knew it was gonna be off putting. 
Well, most of them are, typically are, so. Yeah. And you know, I'm just like, I, I'm afraid to be like, I'm half white and agnostic because uh, <laughs> Mormons see half white people and are like, whoa, who's not found Jesus? <laughs> Must be me. I'm like, shit. You know, you know, my grandfather used to lie that he was Jewish so that <laughs> he could say to uh, Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons, shit, I'm still looking for him. I'm Jewish. <laughs> you know, in high school, my friends used to nickname me Jew. You're not uh, Jew. I don't know why. Well, because well, if you've ever seen me in person, I have curly hair. And I, I don't know, maybe my nose is like stereotypically kind of big, but... I don't think so. I think it's, like, I should say normal, but, like, a decent, not big size. Welcome to Casually Racist Dan. (laughs) Yeah, well, we're hitting all the major hot button topics today. Um, (laughs) I I didn't, like, well, I didn't take it, like, as a bad thing. It was just kind of weird. It was just like, okay, I'll be Jewish, whatever. That sounds cool. (laughs) Okay, Dan. Oh, I, mean, man. I have to convert back over to my side when it's Christmas, but, you know, I could play for the other team for a little bit. All right, let me be, let me ask you a question, since we're going to get on the topic of religion, and this right, is going to well, be... let me give you an answer, then. Did you say, let me give you an answer? Yeah. Wow, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Jillick. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Um, so, like, what religion are you? Uh, I am Methodist. You're Methodist, too? Me! Yeah, no, and it was weird. My college roommate was Methodist, too, and, like, where I grew up, I was, like, one of, like, four kids that I knew that were Methodist, so... That's fucking lit, Dan. It was lit. Like, Methodist is the way to go. I mean... Not super... Not super uptight like those Catholics, I tell you. Yeah, let me let me be real, and this is gonna sound kind of fucked. So I'm sorry to all of everybody that's religious and listening to this. Um, so yeah, I'm agnostic as can be. What? They know what they're getting themselves into. They know what they're getting themselves into. All right, I guess. Um, I'm as agnostic as can be. That is like one of my big things, and I grew up Methodist. And now that I'm an adult, I realize that I would still choose Methodism over all of the other religions because they are the least cultist religion. Have you ever noticed that? Uh, Lutheran um, are also pretty not culty. Um, yes, they are. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I am being serious. Like, a, a lot of my friends are Lutheran. Like, I don't know if they're super Lutheran now, but, like... Uh, when I went to their church, it was not, it, it didn't feel culty. I mean, nobody was offering me anything or telling me to do stuff. It was just like, a, oh, hey, what's going on kind of deal. Well, Dan, I mean, they are the most fucking, just besides Catholic, they're the second cultiest religion I've ever met. And I, well, okay, wait, 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 wait. Before you get all teachery on me, yes, I know no, you I cannot. I didn't even hear your question, but before you get teachery on me, I know you cannot meet a religion. 
Well, I was, I was saying, though, like, uh, what makes them culty, though, in your eyes? What makes them culty? They still have the same values as Catholics, but they just don't believe in, like, you're going to go to hell if you don't do these steps right away. So you're saying it's like being Catholic except, like, less extreme. Like that is correct. Like, uh, you got, like, the brand version, or not the, the store version of whatever you were trying to buy. Hell yeah, and for everybody that just heard me burp, you're welcome. <laughs> I found it pretty attractive. Dude, you you did not hear me burp, did you really? I heard a little, just to mention. Well, that's because it was a little burp. <laughs> it was enough. It was enough. <laughs> ha- okay, Dan, how would you rate my burp? Like, what, what scale? Like, am I giving you a grade? Am I giving you a rating? Yes. Okay. Uh, we're going to give you a B-. Uh, Could have been better, but there was an effort. Wow, I thought you were going to say D. Like, I made effort, but it, it, there's just so much missing. <laughs> well, so you know, a D, like, a D says, like, you were so close to failing. Like, not really what, like, <clears throat> we are going to get into a little bit of the uh, Mr. J uh, side of things. All right, Maybe hold on. Theme song for Maybe this. Is fucked beyond belief. All right, but theme like, song. Why? Theme song why for Teacher why? Dan. <laughs> yeah, it is. Why is a C, which literally means you got seven right out of ten, looked down on by, like, most people. It's like, oh, you got a C. Like, yeah, 7 out of 10 is pretty good. <laughs> Can we? But, like, we are held to these standards to where that's not good. Like, imagine you only took, like, a five-question quiz. You got four out of five, meaning you messed up on just one. You're already down to a B. Like, what? What does what that actually show? Nothing. I mean, all right. Anyway, 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 Abby, help me down for my soapbox here. It's too tall. <laughs> Can we make a theme song for your teacher Dan moments? Uh, it'd be like, I don't know, just take like that two-second clip of Magic School of theme song where he screams the baked into a pie. We're just going to rip that out. <laughs> And that's what it'll be like. <laughs> no. No, I was... I, I, I was thinking more of, um... Of, um... Da-da-da-da-da-da... Mr. J moment. I'm Mr. J. Oh, my God. We're sexualizing your teacher skills? Okay, got it. I mean, I just... Sometimes I have a sensual voice. <laughs> Am I allowed to laugh? <laughs> yes. Okay. I could not fucking tell. I couldn't tell if you were kidding. <laughs> See, that's the beauty of it. Not even I know. <laughs> Daniel. That's just... 
Thank you. <laughs> well, and you're very welcome. Yeah, you work what with... Things... What? What's up? What no. are you saying? You know, you work with children every day. I work with adults that are like toddlers. Yeah, and what's funny, too, is that sometimes the kids will act like adults, too. Or That's like frightening. more adult than actual adults. That's frightening. Which, well, no, it can be, but it also can be really cool. So, like, last year, I worked with a bunch of sixth grade girls, and sometimes they were pretty catty. Other times, though, it was like I was working with politicians, I guess, except they weren't nearly as corrupt yet, so that was cool. Because, uh, like, one time there was, like, five girls that had beef with each other. Like, it was, I think it was, like, three girls had beef with two other girls. And That's they pretty fucking me, lame, if you ask me. <laughs> Um, well, to all in the entire grade, there was only like seven or eight girls, just so that's shocking. But like, they asked me and said, Can we stay in for recess and talk everything out? And I was just like, Yeah, sure. Do you mind if I'm there? And they were just like, Yeah, kind of. And I just said, Okay, well, I'll just put in my headphones and you guys can talk it out. And that's literally what happened. They all sat around like my big rectangle table. They had their arms, like, folded out and just being like, mm, yes, quite. It was like the group council, almost like, um, what's it called? The round table? The UN. The United Nations, basically. And they just had this big round table of calm discussions. And I'm just like, wow. Everybody could handle their problems like this. <laughs> all right, all right. You know, I I gotta say something. So, if middle schoolers are listening to this, let me let me just put this fucking out there. You don't have beef with other people. You just have beef with your self esteem, and you're using it on other people. Man, fucking stop it. Get a hold of yourself before you put it at other people. Fucking stop it, cause I'm guilty of it. I only say this cause I'm fucking guilty of it. Well, and it's, a lot of times, they just need to find, like, who they are, because middle school is the age you probably change the most. Nah. Nah. Physically and mentally, so. Well, yeah, but, like, I wouldn't say it's the age you change the most, speaking from my psychology. You think college? Mm, not quite. So here's my thing, because I'm going to be a psychologist. Um, I think <laughs> that... <laughs> Did you just say do-do-do? I said do-do-do. Do. Right. Now you're a psychologist. <laughs> I wish it were that easy. Please give me my fucking degree. <laughs> um, no. Um, I would say the age we change the most is... Um, I would say our later teens rather than our beginning teens... Because our beginning teens, we're not really finding an identity. Like when we're a tween and when we're 13, that's just when our mood swings start to hit and shit. I would say we have a full sense of trying to find an identity by 16 or 17 and into 18. And into 18 is where uh, psychologists have now coined, there's a new term called emerging adulthood and emerging adulthood is when you're an adult but you still haven't found who you truly are and you kind of stay in that boat until you're 25 
And I'm like, well, I guess I'm fucked. Because <laughs> I'm still trying to find my identity. What? Well, well, I was saying it's a good thing I'm 25. Well, I mean, that's normal, though. You're like, not 25. You are 23. Quit lying. No, did I say that? Well, anyway. It's <laughs> normal to be, like, in your 20s and still figuring shit out. Like, I don't know. I think when, like, our parents were... In their 20s, they basically had everything figured out, and they're expecting us to have everything figured out, and it's like, eh, no. That's because Not when normal. our that's because when our parents were in our 20s, our grandparents were saying, "Please fucking procreate." You know, I had that moment though this over the summer too, where like I went home and saw a, p- a new picture of like my mom and dad, and it was because it was for like church or something. And I saw my dad, and I was just like, oh, he has aged. And that put a thought in my head, like, hmm, I better procreate. So I literally was just like, had that moment of, all right, need to find a mate to create offspring with so that the elders are um, pleased with this (laughs) offering. (laughs) Uh, I love the... The ambition of need to find a mate. <laughs> Dan, this is why we are friends. <laughs> oh, man. I I had this moment, like, I would say, I would say when I was with my ex, I was like, ah, time to make a child because I am dying from an autoimmune disorder. So, I know, I, what? No, you go. (laughs) So, like, I know I'm dying soon. And, I mean, I did a bunch of shit, like, with my ex where, like, because I taught him how to read. I taught him how to be a decent human on the outside, even though he wasn't on the inside. So, like. I remember, like, the big kicker of him learning how to read was after I helped him do his taxes. And and I was like, listen, you need to learn how to read. And he was like, I need to learn how to read. Fuck off with that. And I'm like, no, no, listen, you need to learn how to read. Because what is going to happen when I die? And you need to, one, plan a funeral. Two, be able to find a funeral home to plan my funeral at. Three, make a decision and be able to sign a contract of whether or not you want to cremate or bury my body. And, like, just like just all of the above, it's going to be beneficial because then you can write your own resume. And yeah, that's amazing that he got to that point in life without knowing to read, though. I'm going to be real. Yeah. Uh, the only reason he passed English, like, when we were about to graduate high school, was he used audiobooks to help him learn how to read, and he would use speech-to-text to write a fucking essay. Uh, I cringe at that because some of my students use that now, and I'm just like, alright, no, don't use that, because you need to know how to type legitimately You're in fourth grade. Let's get going. Yeah, and I mean, let let me be real. I hated writing as a kid. The only reason I write oh. now is Everyone. I what? Everyone hates writing. Well, no, 
there are some people that genuinely adore writing. But I I found my love of writing because I realized I am dying and I don't know how much I have to live for and how long I have to live. So I decided like I'm going to learn a bunch of hobbies and be remembered for for them. So one of them is writing and I have three books started but not finished, but I have pretty good ideas about what I want the books to be because they all compile into a series. Okay. Yeah, all right. It's uh time for depresso expresso time. Um I am currently dying from an autoimmune disorder and I don't know how long I have to live, so I'm just making good friends along the way so that at least I'm remembered when I do die. So, not to put a damper on the uh, Depresso Expresso, but when you first said that, in my head I was thinking of wah, wah. And then you went and said something serious like that, and I was just like, oh, probably not the best time to do that. But I did it anyways, technically, so. You know what? We're we're, we're just going to roll with it. You know what? I actually appreciate you more for doing that than people being like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, you're dying. Like, fuck, please. Stop being well, sorry. Know, everybody is dying. We're just, some are at a faster rate than others. Yeah, I'm at the faster like, rate. Like, parents that don't vaccinate their kids, definitely accelerating that uh, clock up. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let me, let me tell you, I know I used to work with people that do not vaccinate and will not vaccinate their kids. And I would just like to know how they were able to still send their kids to school. Uh, I don't know. Cause not even, cause by law you can't even do the religion claim. When it's children, you can't do the religion claim because they can't, no. yeah, they can't consent for themselves, so they have to have vaccines. It's a choice. And it's, just, it's just silly, though, too. It's like there's this proven thing, and for whatever reason, you decide to go against it. So I think it's like those people that just have that rebellious side to them, and they can't handle. Uh, being told even the slightest on what to do, dude. Like if some people, if they told, if they were told to go right, they'd go left, even if it's like off a cliff. Dude, I know, I know, I know, I know. And I mean, there's a lot of people that like. I'm just like, no, please vaccinate your kid because I want your kids to outlive me because I know I can't, I'm not gonna outlive anybody. I don't want to outlive children. That's not something I want. I want kids to be able to outlive me and have the greatest fucking life. I want children to be able to, like, be cool and shit. And just, like, have their own identities by the time they're 25. Like, psychologically, we're supposed to. But I know there are crazy people that just don't vaccinate their kids. And I'm sitting there, like... What the fuck are you doing? Why the fuck are you doing? Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Why? Absolutely, why would you do that? And I think it's just because, it's not even because of religion. 
I just think that there are some people that, yes, there's people that believe that essential oils work. Karen, fucking no. And then there's people that, like, believe that, (laughs) yo, listen, 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 listen. There are people just afraid of needles, so they're afraid their children are going to be afraid of needles, and that's the only reason why they don't do vaccinations. That's my theory. I have the vaguest memory of getting, like, a shot when I was young, and it was, like, my mom was, like, concerned at first, so she made me take my favorite stuffed animal to squeeze uh, when the shot was happening, but, uh, being the negligent band that I am, uh, I didn't even know it was happening, and I was just kind of holding on to my stuffed animal from, like, afar, like, by its hand, so it wasn't even squeezing it, but... Uh, it was interesting. <laughs> and, now, and nowadays, I just go into there to get a shot for, like, flu or whatever, and I'm just like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> I think I told you this, but, like, the last time I t- got a shot, uh, I don't know what the, if I was, like, the 80th person that Walgreens lady saw that day, but, like, she poked me, and then she was like, I don't even know where I poked you now to put the band-aid uh, can you do it if you start bleeding somewhere and i was like oh sure no problem <laughs> wow um and, uh, so that thing was though i forgot what where to, well i forgot to do it and of course i was wearing a white uh, t-shirt so <laughs> I, found, I found out uh later that day where she booked me I and i am down one white t-shirt <laughs> That's your painter's smock for when you do art class with your students. Yeah, it's just like, oh, Mr. Chillig, you like to paint in red a lot. Uh, yeah, let's go with that. Oh, please. Definitely not blood. Oh, please. It would be brown. There was a, but there was a, it would be there brown. Was a YouTube video. What? But, like, that reminds me of a YouTube video to where it's like two guys are investigating a crime scene, and there's just like, wait, is that ketchup or blood? And the guy, like, goes down and is just, like, tastes it. It's, like, blood. And then he's, like, he, they keep asking the same question. Is this, like, is that ketchup or blood? Because there's, like, spilled ketchup everywhere, too. And he keeps tasting it. And it's just, like, that's blood. So he literally eats so much blood the whole video, which it makes it sound really dumb, but it's actually, like, probably kind of funny, so... That sounds like whitest kids you know humor, but all right. Oh my god, can we talk about whitest kids you know? For okay, a no. Before that, can we talk about? Because you talked about you getting shots. Can we talk about me getting shots? <laughs> this is. What's that like? What's that like? All right. So, l- let me start with. I will never be able to donate blood because they do not want my blood. Because of the fact that... What? I was trying to think of the right word to use. Like, sexist, probably not. Racist, probably not. I don't know. They're just being difficult. No, that's not why they... That's not why they don't want my blood, Dan. (laughs) Uh, They don't want my blood because I... Because of the fact I'm fighting a disorder, I have a very weak immune system. So they don't want my blood because I'm filled with so many white blood cells fighting off all the bacteria 
that it's very hard just to get clean blood from me. And I also, so I'm also very underweight, so that's why they don't want my blood, and I, I just, I, they can't find a good vein on me because of the fact that I have this disorder, it gave me tiny, tiny veins. So they will never be able to get enough blood out of me to donate it unless they did a butterfly needle through my hand, which they shouldn't do because that's not viable enough blood as well. So I get, I get my blood drawn out of my body at least once a year so that they can check all my vitals from it when I get a physical. And they're like, you know that you've got this disorder because I've went through three doctors within the past three years. And I'm like, mm-hmm, uh-huh. It's in my chart. Y'all look at my chart. <laughs> um, and well, then, Yeah, and then I also have this thing where I, I was terrified of needles as a kid because of the fact that I was poked and prodded every other month as a little kid to find out what was wrong with me and why I was getting sick so rapidly all the time. So they would poke and prod me like every other month and I was like over it so I'd be screaming all the time. And now when I go for like a flu shot, I or when I did the HPV shot too, like the first one I was terrified and then the second one I was like, fucking hit me, bitch! Hit me! <laughs> you were literally saying hit me with your best shot. And you, like, both really? Yes. I I was like, Alexa, play Pat Benatar's Hit Me With Your Best Shot. By the way, I hope everybody... <laughs> yes, exactly, Dan. Yeah, Dan, I hope that everyone listening to this podcast, I hope that fucking triggered everybody's uh, Amazon Echo. <laughs> Alexa, order more toilet paper. <laughs> or as Greg says, Alexa, order cream corn. <laughs> now, why would you want cream corn? That is the worst version of corn. <laughs> you shit it out the fastest. At least I do. Like everybody knows the proper order of corn. <laughs> coming in at coming at the number one spot is popcorn, no doubt. No. It's gonna be the kettle corn, actually. Oh. oh wow wow you know you know dan we're gonna we're gonna fight but also continue your scale all right all right and then number three it's gonna be the caramel corn <laughs> number four corn on the cob always a call pleaser in the summer True. and then number five corn that's it no other corn qualifies for the list so there i don't make the rules i just follow them all right, all right. You want to know my scale? I am. All right, let's see your I am varied. I am varied, and oh, I have a fucking moth in my room. Ah, oh, no, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> oh, did I kill it? I don't know. <laughs> you shouldn't. Won't they like splatter out everywhere? I don't care if they do, because you know what? I'm gonna call that moth nut. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, my corn scale. Um, my top favorite corn is elote or street corn. Uh, okay. 
My second favorite is grilled corn on the cob. And let me tell you, grilled corn on the cob, you add some fucking butter, some some pepper to it. Oh, fuck. That just makes me want a nut in my mouth. <laughs> Alrighty. Respect. <laughs> you, you just said respect? Respect. Alright. Um, third is kettle corn, because... Or not kettle corn, caramel corn. I don't like kettle corn. Um, all right, all right. You can cancel me, Dan, but I don't like kettle corn. I don't. No, it's not cancelable yet. <laughs> it just tastes like dry ass to me. And I've never eaten ass, but I'm going to assume well, it is what ass tastes like. I was going to ask how much dry ass have you had. Because clearly you're not getting your dry ass at the right spot. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> apologies, apologies to the band. Didn't make the list, so. I just what? fucking accidentally took you off speaker. Please repeat that. <laughs> I just was saying apologies to the band Corn. Uh, just weren't good enough to make the cut. Okay, Sorry. okay. You know what? You know what? Corn is one point five, especially their cover of Word Up. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like it either. That's why I said it to be funny. Oh, I didn't know you were being sarcastic. <laughs> That's the beauty of how I fucking talk. No one knows if I'm actually playing or not. And especially... Oh, it's back. It's back. It's Half of this podcast is going to be me trying to kill this fucking mom. <laughs> Well, I think we've been going on for so long that it would have to—you would have to literally take an hour to do that. Listen, listen. We've been going for like thirty-four minutes here, Dan. Really? Didn't even feel like that. Oh no, it's real. Oh, it's real. All right. Yep. Yep. It's so. It's so. Fucking real. Yes, bitch. Really real. Ah, it's so fucking real. <laughs> Just how real is it? Real enough to shoot a rocket through my ass. Interesting. It was the first thing. The one guy that cries with bleachers. Oh, no. Not that guy. That's Steve, and Steve just cries to cry. We can't make fun of a crier just for crying. We gotta let Steve be his own hype man and cry himself to cry. Yeah, sometimes a good cry is all you need to get right. It's like taking a good shit. It's like, it corrects you. <gasps> Dude, do you have... Ev- your This is gonna be the realest question, and I... I love that we're just, you know, vibing like this, and this is a great first episode. Um, have you ever, have you ever shit so hard you cried, and have you ever also just shit naked? Because let me tell you, I, because of the fact that I have dumping syndrome all the time, I take off my clothes to take a shit. Because I sweat so bad while taking a shit, I literally start crying. 
say I've never cried while taking a shit, but uh, I have shat naked before, and that wasn't because I sweat. It, it just feels good, you know? <laughs> the sweet release while you're in the nude. You're just like, yeah. hell yeah. I I remember, like, one of my friends, one of my very good friends, I'm not going to name names because... Uh, right now he's, he's going through some shit and just, I won't name names yet, but, all right, so I went over to his house one day and I was looking for him because he was like, yo, come over. And I was like, all right, all right. And (laughs) I hear him in the bathroom when I walk in and I'm calling his name and I opened the bathroom door because I could swear to God he was fucking dying in there. And I and I say his name and I'm like, hey, uh, so-and-so, are you okay? You okay, buddy? He just fucking looks at me. He's in tears. He's naked. He is shitting. And he says to me, I'm hitting Nirvana, man. And he had a fucking joint in his hand. <laughs> I know, I know, and I was like, yo, yo, are you okay? He goes, yo, man, I'm so fucking high, my shit is blasting me to space. I would have laughed if, it, like, he was so high, well, he thought he was shitting, but, like, he never took down his pants, so he just was shitting himself the entire time, <laughs> sitting on the toilet, just be like, I don't know what's going on, man. <laughs> No, no, that doesn't happen when you're high. On weed, at least, and that's what he was super high on. That happens when you're drunk. That happens when you're on cocaine. That happens when you're on heroin. I only know this. I only know this because I used to live in the ghetto. And yes, I saw a shit ton of that. Let me tell you that. You never want to, like, you you know the really sketchy parts of town where you're just like, wow, gotta lock my doors, hope a crackhead doesn't crawl the fuck in. And that that's the type of town you that's the type of town I lived in. These motherfuckers, I gotta tell you, they had brown stains all down their pants and they just look at you and they're like, yeah. and I'm like, yo man, are you good? And he's like, oh, man, spare me. Spare me some change. And I'm like, no, no, you don't need a dime bag. Uh-uh. How odd. <laughs> Did you say how odd? Yeah, that's... Yeah, because I don't know how to respond to that, though. That's going to be my de facto. My de facto to that shit was always like, oh, uh, no, man, I'm broke. Yeah. I, I didn't know how to respond. I sometimes, and I feel bad. I feel bad. I do this with homeless people. I'm like, no, man, I'm broke. In actuality, I am broke as hell. But at the same and time, at the same time. Who is it these days, actually? Like, for real. Dan, you're making more money than me right now. Dan, that doesn't mean I'm not broke. Oh, that means you can't save. I can't what? Save. No. Well, I mean, true, but still. <laughs> oh, my 
my dear. <laughs> I mean, okay, listen. I I am I have a nest egg. I'm not gonna say how much because listen, I am a sugar daddy to nobody. I wanna be a sugar baby. Listen. Hello, um, all the sugar daddies out there. I am an aspiring artist. I will send pictures you know what of you need, what? You know what you need to do? You need to start you need to start the OnlyFans. <laughs> no, that's not happening. Anyways, uh this podcast well, that's, like, that's like more accepting nowadays of people though too, so I feel like now's the time to strike. I mean, I don't know. But anyways, uh, this podcast is sponsored by my feet. They are $25 per feet. For fo- I shouldn't say per feet. I should say uh, they are $25 per foot. Uh, $25 gets you a picture of one foot. And if you pay me only $15, you just get a picture of my toe. And I'm not going to tell you which toe because you don't need that satisfaction. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you corrected yourself. My inner teacher was just like, her foot. <laughs> so now I can finally uh, die peacefully. So thank you for that. God damn it, Dan. You know English isn't my first language. <laughs> well, I mean, it's my first language, but that doesn't mean I'm good at it. Dude, I have been stumbling on my words so bad this week. I just, I want to speak in my native language and die peacefully with that. I forget, and the viewers might not even know what is your first language. Danish. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Danish Kringle. That reminds me. That is my Danish stripper Kringle name. So fucking good. <laughs> Danish Kringle is so fucking good. But did you hear what I said? No, I don't. It's my stripper name, Danish Kringle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a lot to unpack there, I also feel like. Alright, listen. Listen, I have unpacked enough with my life that I'm just okay with it. (laughs) Are you custard-filled? Like, is there frosting on you? Um. What's going on? Listen, um. Oh, fuck, my boyfriend's gonna be so mad for me saying this shit. Oh my god, it's sitting still. It's sitting still. The moth is sitting still. Um, I'm going to do a sports update of me killing this fucking moth. Uh, It's going to happen. It's going to fucking happen. And I did it! Ladies and gentlemen, it has been killed. Uh, Let's see. Triumphant victory sound. Uh, What's a good one? Yeah, that'll work. (laughs) <laughs> I love that you were really chill with that. Like, I was trying to think of something, but all I could think of was all the fail sounds that, like, Price is, Price is Right, Fail Horn, uh, <laughs> Wheel of Fortune, when you when you hit bankrupt. Oh, no. like, that was my favorite sound of when, for, like, when someone fails. Oh, no. Like, yeah. I, I fucking... Like, the ultimate, like, you fucked up. Like, I wish... I wish I had the, like, uh... Like, split streamers have, like, the control panel to where they could just hit a button and all the sound will play. <laughs> like, one day, when I have just had it with teaching, and I'm just so sick of everybody's shit. 
like when a kid answers a question wrong and I just have that open and I just hit that bankrupt sound like oh. like oh. Can like, you? Jimmy got this one wrong. Can you do that when you hit your tenure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dan said, I'm pretty sure I can do that. Like, kids to this point already recognize when they failed. And sometimes even will, like, say it themselves. It's like, oh, I'm so stupid. Sometimes I'm just like, no, you just got that one wrong. Other times I don't say anything. I just kind of, kind of roll with it because it's like, well, you didn't think that one through, so I'll let you figure that one out on your own. Oh, like, I'll never say, like, I'll never say out loud yet anyways, but like, yep, you were really fucking dumb there. All right. I have a question for you, and I don't know if I'm quite allowed to talk about the, am I allowed to talk about why you're quarantining? Oh, yeah, no, this will be a good uh, time capsule. Alrighty, alrighty. Um, so, since you have since you have COVID, do you still have the symptoms? Because I know you told me on Monday night you only had the symptoms for, like, one night. Yeah, so, uh, chicks and dicks everywhere here. Uh, gather around for a quick story time with Dan. Did um, you say chicks and dicks? Yeah, chicks and dicks. <laughs> All right, Dan. <laughs> Everyone gather around. So Monday night was an interesting one. Um, I had a fever and I was super achy. Uh, I went to bed at like six thirty, I think. Cause okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't even. I think I didn't even stay up for the Monday night game. Um. And so I was just like, well, sometimes this happens to me. Like, at least once a year, I kind of die from an illness. But usually the next morning, I bounce right back. And that's what happened here, too, because um, it had gotten to the point where, like, I was good to go again. Like, I had no fever, no aches, nothing. So I was like, sweet, I'm going to go to school again. And then I, like, told one of my... Um, co-workers that and she was just like well you need to tell um the principal and I was just like what no I don't have any symptoms right now I'm good and then when I told my principal the symptoms then he told me to basically go home and get tested and I was just like well that's dumb and I was pissed because then I, that meant I had to miss Thanksgiving with my family well uh funny thing way how things worked out was that I did have COVID so it was a good thing that I went home. It was a good thing that I didn't go to see family because um, right. I would would have got them sick. So uh, I am currently on day four of no symptoms, and I'm just uh, now I'm just waiting out the clock until I have zero symptoms left. Or well, like I still have zero symptoms, but like I need that ten days to where I can then go back and teach. Wow, man. See, all right. I, over the summer, thought I had COVID, and I was like, fuck. So I texted my boss at the time, because this was before I transferred. And let me let me tell you, the comparison between my old boss and my new boss is significant as fuck, because my new boss is pure as hell, 
and like just let me let me be real shout out to her for being absolutely fantastic my old boss texted me as soon as i was like hey uh i have symptoms of covid um what do you want me to do she texts me not even like i don't know i think i because i texted her the night of and she texted me three hours later and i understand like she doesn't like keep her phone on her when she's at home so that's fair she texted me though three hours later and says okay you need to call hr or urgent care because i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do now and i was like oh awesome so i call urgent care after hours and they were like oh just tell your work that you're just gonna get tested and then you're gonna quarantine for that and she was like all right, I guess you need to talk to HR now. Like, I don't even think she even talked to HR. She just made me call HR and they never communicated. Because let me tell you, I was supposed to use PTO to that quarantine and that did not happen. So uh, shout out to the company that I work for. Um, That manager is a dick for not doing that for me. Because she asked me, she was like, you want to use your PTO? I was like, yes, please use my PTO. My PTO did not move and I did not get paid for the quarantine because fucking God, I don't think this boss fucking cared about me. That's really shitty. Oh, she she is really shitty. Like, it's almost Cruella DeVille, like, style of evil there. No, no, not really. She's more like, like Two Face, for real. Yeah, that works. And it's it's really fucked because like, they she told me before I was get, I was transferring, I was getting a promotion. Long story short, that did not happen, and my manager now is very confused as to why I was thinking I was getting a promotion. So, yeah. that Yeah, it was shitty. It was really shitty. I was like, cool, thank you very much. I'm still getting $9 an hour plus commission. So, yeah. What a world we live in. Oh, yeah, I get 2% commission. So sometimes I make $21 a hour, and sometimes I only make uh, $10 an hour. It's great. (laughs) It's fine. I'm fine. Oh, yeah, I'm the, this is fine meme, for sure. This is fine personified. Oh, for real. For real. You know, and I hope when COVID blows over, I can I can look everybody in the eyes and say, you know what? It's not COVID that's going to fucking kill me. <laughs> It'll be everything else in life. Oh, yeah. Not even my depression. It's going to be my fucking illness. And right now, I'm bloated from it 
because I ate so much food yesterday for Thanksgiving that I think I accidentally overate, and now I'm bloated from that still. I probably have to shit. <laughs> well, I didn't have to worry about overeating yesterday. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, that hit my heart. Yeah. Well, not just, well, it was because, like, I didn't have, like, turkey Thanksgiving stuff here. Like, I still ate. Like, I'm not, like, hungry. Well, no, Dan, no, Dan, I know, I know. I just, I meant about the not going home for Thanksgiving part. Uh, yeah, Uh, well, it's whatever at this point. All right, it's the end of the podcast. You wanted to go on a tangent about whitest kids you know. Uh, well, we'll make this a quick one here, because I think we're, like, uh, a little bit coming up on time here, probably. We don't want to go over an hour. Uh, for the first one, anyway. Uh, just <laughs> Trevor Noah. Hey, wait, no, is that the guy or is that the Comedy Central guy? I thought they. I thought uh, Whitest Kids You Know was on Comedy Central, and Trevor Noah is oh, the Daily no. Show. Yeah, that's the Daily Show. What's it? Well, what's the, what's the name then? It's Trevor something. Uh. Oh, all right. Let me look it up. <laughs> or I can, or I can ask uh, my Trevor Moore, Trevor Moore, Trevor Moore. Okay. And what's cool about Trevor Moore is that he still like does music that's very much in the style of this kid. Um, but it's like it's pretty fucking like out there. Uh, one of my favorites that he did was when the gays got married. No, oh, no. Because it's like in the it's in this like fake country style, but um, he does it. He does it in a way that like he was a country guy. It's just like, what the fuck are all these gays getting married for? It's funny, trust me. And then the uh, his, well, his album High in Church. You can download that. Uh, pretty sure wherever music goes. The other <laughs> one is What About Mouthwash, which is an all-time classic. Oh, man. Uh, and it's about it's about him not being able to buy alcohol because it's like past when they like uh, sell it at like gas stations, liquor stores, and stuff. And then he's just like, "Well, what about mouthwash? That has alcohol. You're selling it now." And then he just gets like really drunk and high off of just like random shit. That's fucked, and I love it. And the, well, like, the interesting thing about Whitest Kids was that I was introduced to, to it uh, when I was, like, freshman in high school, I want to say. And I forget what channel it was on. I was one of those spoiled kids that had uh, the Dish Network growing up. Yeah, excuse and you, it, fuck you. You had yeah, cable, you I'm had boy. cable, and yeah, I had able. I had able. I had six well, fucking channels. <laughs> it shaped you into the woman you are today. Anyway, yeah. so, like, I forget what channel it was on, but, like, it aired uncensored, which, <gasps> was, pretty, which was pretty cool. And there was the one episode where they're in a court... And they're, like, trying to, like, sell DVD copies. It's just like, 
oh, you'll get to see all of this uncensored. But it was, like, already uncensored and they had, like, girls on there. Oh, my God. I was just like, like, oh, I like this show. Like, that caught my attention. You were like, like, boobies and butt. Oh, comedy, too. (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, this is the perfect typhoon. Wow. (laughs) My favorite favorite sketch has to go to Gallon the PCP. Oh, no. That is always the joke that we go to in our, like, my friends from college's group chat. Just, like, there's this two dudes that meet up after a while, and he's just like, yeah, I just got this gallon of PCP here. That's like, in a gallon? Yeah, the whole thing. And they just have this normal conversation while this guy just has a gallon of PCP. Oh, my God. And he thinks it's, like, the most normal thing ever. It's like... <laughs> Folks, if you're in quarantine right now, or if you're, like, bored ever, just just do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube and search White of Kip. And, and just have a good time with that. Hell yeah. All right. Well, anyway, what kind of closing thoughts do you have? Um, one of my thoughts is, I think I have to poop. <laughs> and- All right, so, All right, so we better wrap this up here so you can go poop. <laughs> For real. <laughs> That's just going to be on everybody's uh, mind as they're all laughing at me going, man, I have to poop. <laughs> I am. Hi, guys. I am literally uh, a childlike mind just in a real life body. I'm f- I am six foot two. I am lying. I am absolutely lying. I am five feet. I am five feet and I am really short and I have the mind of an absolute toddler and when I say that it's only just because of my mind like comedy it is not because of the fact that I am that smart no I'm very smart I'm very intelligent I promise I'm almost done with my degree (laughs) you don't have to stroke your dick first we know oh I know I'm just stroking the big nerd cock right here I know, god damn. Not me and my huge floppy disk boner. (laughs) 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 Alright. Alright. I think I think we should wrap this up for sure. But alright, thank you guys for listening to Dabbing with DNA. If you guys would like to subscribe to this podcast, what are you waiting for? Please fucking do it. What do you guys say, Dan? Uh, subscribe for more goodies. Otherwise, uh, the boogeyman finally will pay you a visit from underneath your bed. So, there you go. Did you just say we're going to visit from underneath the bed? No, the boogeyman will if they aren't subscribing. All right, uh, guys, Dan is the boogeyman, by the way. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's fair. All right. Just got to get my green tunic on. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Bye-bye. Say bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs>